0: You're listening to PodcastJuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Podcast Juice. This is The Prince Podcast. My name is Michael Dean. How are you? Thank you for listening. Joining me today is Mr. Ampu. How are you, sir?
1: I am doing great. I am doing great.
0: All right. Next up, Mr. Sean Hill. How are you?
2: Doing well, doing well. About to make a little road trip here, so uh, ready to get it on.
0: All right. Also, Mr. Big Sexy and Sack, how are you doing today, sir?
3: I am well. I rebuilt my computer and the Lazy Boy guys just left and fixed my couch. Life is good.
0: All right. And we got some special guests joining us today. First, uh, ladies first. Uh, she's a longtime member of the family of uh, Freedom Train and now Podcast Juice. has been on a couple of shows before. I think uh, the one I remember is the Purple Rain uh watch along <laughs> commentary show that we did. Uh so Diane, welcome. How are you?
4: I am so good. So happy to be here. So much fun. So uh I've been thinking about this tournament and I'm ready to get into some um pontification about it. So All
0: right. And uh briefly, where are you calling from? What area of the country or the world are you?
4: Well, I'm on the East Coast. I'm uh, Woodstock, New York, so I'm probably um, two two hours from the city. All right. All so right. it's, yeah, mountains and such.
0: Well, cool. Welcome. We always appreciate your continued listenership and uh, support, so, for sure. <laughs> All right. Next oh, up, you. he has been on the show before a couple of times, I believe. Mr. Ben or Mr. Benjamin Brooks, how are you, sir? And I think we lost him.
5: Benjamin Brooks is uh, where well. yeah. uh, he's. Are we here? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you can go. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you're breaking in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I uh, hope you can get it throughout.
0: Yeah, I think you are breaking out to us, but we're going to get that together. We're gonna... Welcome, sir. Okay. Definitely appreciate your uh, knowledge of the Prince world. I'm definitely going to put that on top. Thank you. I, I, you had uh, the last time I think you had that real cool musical intro. <laughs>
5: yeah i you know I, I could have today, but you know i uh I wanted to ration that out. I think everybody <laughs> would appreciate that
0: right ah, uh, so today <laughs> we are here to talk about this ongoing prince tournament march madness deal that we have going on uh I think we're in the second well, I don't think we're in the second round or we just finished up the second round uh yes, and indeed. so we're gonna go over the results, but well, we're gonna let the brainchild. Of this super uh, crossover event of songs, Mr. Ampool. Oh, Uh-oh, he's got his paperwork. Oh, so let's let's Mr. go ahead Fish. and get it, get it started, sir. Uh,
1: Alrighty, sir. So round two ended last night around midnight, you know, give or take. And uh, surprisingly, there were no surprises, which I am disappointed in the hashtag Prince Army. I expected better from you. And you let me down. Well,
0: damn. I was going to get him wow. to vote for next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start in the Lake Minnetonka region. Right. Um, as expected, number one seed Purple Ring killed number nine seed How Come You Don't you don't Call Me Anymore. Uh, 72, uh-huh. 72% of the vote, 89 votes to 34. In the upset bracket, Number twelve. Sometimes it snows in April. By three votes, beat number thirteen, Raspberry Beret.
3: Now that's well, a surprise. That's yeah. well like accepted. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving on. Here, here, do uh, this when you do them. So put
0: a little suspense in it. Give us you know the bracket or whatever. Say the two songs and then tell us who who won that particular one.
1: Oh, okay. He's done this before. He's a professional. Uh, we have number three, Joy and Repetition, and number six, Forever in My Life. 55% to 45% Joy and Repetition.
2: Mm. What?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was disappointed in that one. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. You're saying Joy and Repetition won, right? Yes, it did. Yeah.
1: No. God damn it. <laughs> song is yeah, building, I, can li- man. I can live with that. <laughs> I mean, I Sorry. love them both, but. Forever in my life. Yeah, joy, forever in my life. I'm go with that. Man. And then in the final uh, outcome, uh, 1999, the two seed uh, against Alphabet Street, the seven, which apparently, I mean, I, I didn't know how much love there was for Alphabet Street. I learned that on Tuesday. That song is filthy. It's funky. Yeah, well, it went down 69% for 1999, 84 votes to 38 votes.
2: Yeah. Vindication. Uh, Diana, do you have anything? No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, real quick, because I may have missed the conversation on this. I've seen it online. At some point, there was a uh, Funk and Roll versus
1: Alphabet Street. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, I assume Alphabet Street won though, right? Yes, it did. It
1: it wasn't even close either. I think Funk and Roll was lucky to get 18 votes to Alphabet Street's 90 plus
0: Yeah, I mean, now now, I think one of the 18 is on this show, right? Two. Two. uh, Listen, hold. Okay, just stop the show (laughs) for (laughs) a (laughs)
4: second.
1: I I want to hear, Sean.
0: Yeah, I want to hear your explanation, please. Okay.
2: Here's my explanation.
1: Hold up, Sean. Hold up, Sean. Michael Dean, you mean to tell me you did not watch Tuesday's show?
0: No, I have not seen it yet. So I want to hear right Ah. now.
5: (laughs) We're going to revisit this.
2: (laughs) Put you on blast. That's all right. I did. Go ahead. All right. So here's my explanation. The reason why, if we were going by the single version, I would vote for Alphabet Street or Funk and Roll. But the fact that just Alphabet Street just grows, I get tired of it after a while. I don't like the rap at all. Um, It goes on a little bit too long for me. That's just for me. Whereas Funk and Roll, I can listen to it from start to finish without having the urge to hit the skip button or next or stopping it or whatever. OMG. That is the only... (laughs) Only reason why I would vote I voted for Funk and Roll over Alphabet Street. If it again, wow. if it was if it was the single video version, yes, I would vote for Alphabet Street all the way. But the album version, again, just goes and, on a little bit too and long. And just for
0: clarity, which album of Funk and Roll are you talking about?
2: You t- I'm talking about I don't even acknowledge the uh, <laughs> <laughs> artificial age version. I mean come on. Thank you, sir. Like, come so, on, Mike. Uh
0: plectrum electrum Funk and roll, just so I wanna he- is over Alphabet Street to you.
2: Yes, me too. And the way that I just explained it. Right,
1: yes. right, right. Now, and
0: Pooh, what is your explanation?
1: Now, there's no denying Alphabet Street is a good song. I love the this is this isn't this is not music, this is a trip, that it whole instrumental is funky. Uh, I love the live version from the oh. Dortmund show. But fucking roll is just ridiculous. Oh, I mean you God. have that song is ill. <laughs> Ill? Yeah, Versus but Ill. yeah,
4: but, I'm
1: man. ill. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think it's better. I love the the Camille as voice. I love the uh, the progression of the song. I love how he stops and, and mm-hmm. he does the little we re- the, the uh, I can't think of the name, what you what you call it, but where he starts the intro of the song three times. Come on. That, that song would be is the dope. Thing. Right. Yeah,
0: there you go, that. Uh, well, let me let the guests go first. Uh, What's Diana, what, what are your thoughts on this?
4: Well, <clears throat> okay. So, um, Funk and Roll, no doubt, is an awesome track. I mean, c- totally listenable. Love it. It's great, you know. But some things, like I said on Facebook, some things should not be done. So I just <laughs> think Alphabet Street is just, it's what it is. It's, you know, some of these songs, I found this whole thing so interesting and challenging because, um, you know, some, a lot of these songs are overplayed to us. You know, some people that have been loving Prince for so long, you know, a lot of this stuff is, is overplayed and stuff, but, but side to side with other stuff, with other tracks, it is that there lies the challenge. Um, but I just think I can't separate myself from the power of that, that song within that album, I just can't. It's just—it's too powerful of a track for me to uh, to sidestep. Punk um, and roll is great, but is it going to hold? Is it going to—is it going to be around? You know, nope. for the, you know, that's what I'm saying. Is it going to oh, hold, Walker? Well, let, let oh, me be. Now, listen, hey, hey, hey. I mean, really, is it? Gonna, is it Is it going to hold it that long the way Alphabet Street? I don't think so. Is it going to have that power? I don't think so, but it's totally great. So I understand the difficulty, but no.
2: Okay, let me be clear. I do think Alphabet Street is a phenomenal song on a phenomenal album. No doubt about it. I didn't make this decision lightly. I didn't I didn't just go fuck and roll. I thought about it quite a bit. And again, that was my only deciding factor was the fact that again I can't listen to Alphabet Street all the way through without without resisting really? the urge to Yeah, I, I by the time I get to the rap, I'm I'm pretty much over the song at that point. I just I just don't like that part of the song.
1: Well, I'm gonna offer two rebuttals to Diana. Uh one well, you have, to, you have to take into account that Prince is not at his peak, whereas he was when Love Sexy. And he wasn't at his peak, but I mean, as far as his uh, peak mainstream uh, powers, R- right now he's a nostalgia act. This is be- it is what it is. He's a nostalgia act. He's 56. He's not as hip. I mean, he's a cool legend, but he's definitely not at his peak popularity. Two. Well, how, do- how does that help your argument?
4: Yeah, how does that help? To me, you makes a the
0: case why you wouldn't pick that
1: song. But there's more. Well, I mean. don't know, no, she was saying that, oh, is it going to have the longevity? And I'm like, well, no, it's not. But that, that should not be detrimental to it. Because as of right now, just because he makes a song, quote unquote, within a vacuum, doesn't mean it's not a great song. It is honest. a great song.
4: Thank you. It's, it's a, a great song, but is it, it, these are you, the things that, as a Prince head, you're going to value. Is it gonna hold weight?
0: Exactly. Or, this like, song it's just, came right. <sighs> just
4: came out. Because it the longevity, right? You sound, you so it sound it like them it cats great. that's it's
0: praising a- Kendrick Lamar album over. No, I d- <laughs> what. <laughs>
4: Let's not even
0: get
1: started <laughs> on that album now. Well, I'll, I'll say this. wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. do your second do your second
1: Roberto. Yeah, Wait, wait. First of all, to Michael Dean. I still got them fleek refined miles. So watch your tone. Oh, please.
4: <laughs> do your
1: second tone. <laughs> and secondly, um Alphabet Street isn't even the best song on Love Sexy.
4: Not so, by far.
1: So i no mean, one's can't, saying it is.
0: Yeah, no one's saying doing
1: that.
4: But it's the one that was. But
0: it's better
5: than Funk, placed and Roll.
4: With Funk and Roll. It's the
5: one that showed up. So that's the one we're dealing with. Fine. Benjamin, what do you think? I don't even think. Well, you know, I, I loathe Funk and Roll. I'm one of them. I just can't get it. Why into are we
1: it. letting him talk? Yeah. Like, is- <laughs> He's, Cause, yeah.
5: Because there's something that needs to be said here because y'all talking about Alphabet Street wouldn't beat out Funk and Roll. And that's why I'm here. For the other side of it. Funk and roll is it's it's okay to me. I kind for me, the best experience of it is the outro part to the artificial noise version of it when it goes into the instrumental. For me, that's the highlight of the whole funk and roll experience. Putting it side to side with Alphabet Street, for me, on this bracket, that would have been like one of the easiest decisions going down the list i would have had to make i had like some really hard pairings on yeah that one was like that was like the easiest one like oops next
4: yeah it's not even close
5: to me like we say it's a great song on a great album funk and roll is a cool song on a cool album
0: yeah, I just I'm, let me let me jump in real quick. To me, I agree with what you. Said it's an easy choice, and I think maybe the votes may have shown that. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, he okay. just threw that song and get it out of here. Something I was like, yeah, I don't even see no, you know, right minded Prince fan is gonna ever pick that uh-huh. song. Uh-huh. And I, it's, I'm not showing it as a diss. Until I, today, I, but well, like, my oh, Prince Prince not,
4: that's <laughs> my No Prince
0: shade intended, is- but. I don't know. I just to me. I mean, like, I, I, hope I clear Street, it. No, I hear I what you are saying. Up, I understand. I am talking about
2: clearing the reason why I didn't. You know, I don't hate Alphabet Street by right. any stretch of the imagination. It's no, just, no, it's true. It's, true. It, it's
0: just too long. Yeah, I guess I, like I, I don't know, man. To me, it's just like it's almost oh. like taking a Holy Grail era song yes. that is a good song and a great song against. You could have put that to me probably of ninety percent of the. Songs that came out in the last 15 years on a Prince record, and I would have easily picked Alphabet Street. Just the right, quality yep. of it, everything about it, the feel of it, the sound. But like I said, I can understand. <clears throat> I can't understand why you could pick Funk and Roll. I could understand if you maybe argue from another song, possibly, but
2: that, that right. was an
0: easy one for me as well.
2: Uh, that was the song it was paired against. Sure. So that, I'm gonna uh, big All Sexy,
0: I'll let you is- get a chance to get in on this.
3: Well, you know, i got to co-sign with Sean a little bit. I mean, granted, Alphabet Street has the lineage and has the distinction of being on an excellent album. But just, you know, if you take, and I believe someone said, you know, I think I said, you know, they're not in a vacuum. So, But I put them in a vacuum for purposes of this discussion. It's just not the better song as far as trunk and roll. It's just not. Wow. Especially when you have, Cat. I need you to rap. Ugh.
4: Oh, come on, I, man. I'll it's part of the experience. No. That was cool
5: for
1: 1988. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No it wasn't. Yeah, it was.
2: no, it wasn't. it was. No, it wasn't. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Let me come Wow. Know. Wow. Nobody, that that should have been part of the single. No. Been, if, it, if it was so cool, it would have been, been part <laughs> of the single. Even <laughs>
1: Prince knew that was whack. He was, nah, that's all right. We, nah, can <laughs> We're going to cut it.
4: <laughs>
2: single,
0: I don't but, even trip on the, the length or whatever. You can pick whatever version you want. I just, to me, the instrumentation... Yeah. I don't know how you right dunk, 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 and the way he's singing it and all that Tennessee and all that. that's, that's classic, man. It's not, just, yeah. it's not that yeah. it's just classic; it's filthy. Like I don't, I just don't yes. get it, man. And yep. it's far more and imaginative. Well,
4: yeah, it's, yes, it's, well, any we'll version,
1: any version. Well, I'll let this be the final say, let's move on. It, it, it holds a special place in my heart because I remember Cat in Them Draws walking on the stage in Dortmund. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that yeah. one. <laughs> All right. Uh moving on to the Yeah, wait, did I get yeah. Uh moving on to the Graffiti Bridge region. Uh we'll start with the we had the 12 C get off, which I'm still in shock, beat seven, 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 ninety three eleven. And uh Let's Go Crazy and uh it wasn't very close. Uh seventy percent for let's go crazy with eighty three points. Uh, 83 volts that sounds like an easy choice yeah yeah, yeah. i thought i thought it was yes. an easy choice in the first round but you saw how that with what, what what was it against again Seven
5: seven seven ninety three
4: eleven.
1: um uh, easy yeah choice. what i, uh,
5: I would have picked 7 7 over over uh
1: get off
4: yeah yes Hmm. Oh, yeah, over too.
5: get off. Yes, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well apparently But I uh, think
0: some people probably were like that's not a Prince song. Oh uh, I would imagine that's why well, people voted. That's the only that, that
1: that has to be the only explanation. That has to be. Uh, I don't understand. When, I don't get that. And then uh, mm. the beautiful ones, the three seed against Sign of the Times, the six seed. Uh, the beautiful ones won with sixty three percent of the votes with seventy six to forty four for Sign of the Times. I I can see that. Well, in my opinion. That's a
5: tough bracket. That's a tough pairing right there.
1: Well, in my opinion, side of the time, she didn't even got there. Crystal ball Uh, should
2: have. Anyway. (laughs) Well, I agree with that.
1: (laughs) Oh, you went out wrong. No. Uh, Then we had the two seed, she's always in my hair, versus uh, the seven seed, I want to be your lover. Uh, 65% of the vote, she's always in my hair.
3: Mm hmm. And once again, sixty-five percent of the vote is wrong.
0: Yeah, I would agree. That's want to be your lovers, classic. That's
3: classic. That's Come on, yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. On my, she always in my hair has the
4: coolness of uh, being a B
5: side. No. no, I'm not upset with the result no, over that. This. I can see what y'all saying, but you know, she she's always in my hair is pretty pretty spectacular to me. So. Yeah,
2: I would go with that one.
0: I I just think uh, "I Want to Be a Lover" is a better song. If you want to sing that song, you instantly hear it, and you just, oh okay, yeah. I don't. I just, I think they're both exceptional music. His first hit. It's his first hit. Even taking that away, I just think the song is that's pure Prince to me. Like that's that. or something.
5: I might be biased because I got some really nice memories attached to. She's always in my hair and that, you know, that little phase of life I was in. So maybe I'm just biased from that point. But I just I remember when that single came out, that was like when it was being solidified that Prince was my favorite artist, you know, right, around right. that time when that <laughs> song dropped.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, that just helped. The deal was already sealed. But like when, you know, because we miss those B-sides, we don't get that anymore. Right, right. And when that B-side dropped, that was a nice experience.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, did we miss right, a bracket yeah. on
5: here?
1: Did we miss no, no, a bracket no, no. At the? Uh, no, I, I'm top. getting to it now. I'm sorry. The closest vote in this in this region, the one C Little Red Corvette and Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Any
5: guesses? Mm. Little Red Corvette.
1: Little Red Corvette
5: won. Dorothy
4: 50, Parker. Fifty-eight uh, percent of the
1: vote. Little Red Corvette. Sixty-eight votes to fifty for ballot of Dorothy Parker. I wow. I was shocked at how wow. close that was. It's close, And at, points, I'm, and at I'm Ballad of Dorothy Parker was winning.
0: I think that Little Ray Corvette on a couple of different reasons is, in my opinion, the better song. Not even getting into that it's a hit or anything like that. I just think that what he did on that at that time to me is more uh, imaginative, uh, different. I, 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 and I love Dorothy Parker, but I think they're two different styles. But I just think for Prince to do something like Little Red Corvette, and that'd be a dope ass song, and what the, the, the lyrics and just everything about it, I think is it's better than Dorothy Parker, which is
4: wow, better
5: though, better, yeah. huh? I agree, but I would have voted for Ballad. Mm. Exactly. To me, too. me too. Exactly. But I understand hundred- little red Corvette winning. And I don't have a problem with it winning. You know, it's a valid win. But if the ballot of Dorothy Parker had a one, I would have been like, "That's fair too." And a lot of these parents, are like that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Okay, so
5: I
4: think. On. Oh, uh, well, I was just going to say, I really, <laughs> I just think it's interesting to. I understand what you're saying, Michael, about little red Corvette. Although I don't know how you can say "Ballad of Dorothy Parker," it's it's so well written and like the music, the lyrics, it's like it's like a story, it's like a poem. It's there's it's it's. I I I feel
0: you. (laughs) I, I definitely get you, and I and I probably like it more. I probably listen to it more only because I've been so inundated with. Uh, Little Red Corvette over the years that I, it's one of those songs you just kind of don't play but I think if right, I just right. sit back and really look at it, like, I understand why that song is as popular as it is it's for a number of reasons, there's a video for it, it was sure. a big hit, sure. but I think just that song period is an exceptionally written performed song and that it crosses sort of the genres sure,
4: that, that's, yeah. you know, yeah. just
0: to me is an ex- exceptional piece of work by Prince like I don't even think he could do something like that anymore. I feel like he could do something like Dorothy Parker, which is in him. I think Dorothy Parker is that's kind of more like, yeah, doesn't shock me that he did that song. And it's an exceptional song. But Corvette would be like, this is a dude stepping out of a little bit of the comfort zone and like, yeah, I'm going to do their rock stuff, but I'm going to do it so that no one else could do a song like this. I don't feel like anybody else could have done Little Red Corvette. And then you listen to the 12 inch version. I'm like, come on, man. This guy's, is... this is that push well, stuff, man. Can I yeah, just I throw something?
1: Go ahead, first. I said, yeah, keep calling me crazy. Michael Dean just said, you don't think anybody could have done Little Red Corvette. And mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, well, Michael Jackson did. It was called Dirty Diana. No, it's not on the list. No. Not no. at all.
4: No, that's not the, not no. the same
1: style. Nope. All right. One of these days, y'all gonna see the light and say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those will be the last days. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the only line I'm going to
0: see is when I die. Go ahead, Ben. I think you were going to say something.
5: Well, I mean, you were talking about 1999, and we were talking about how Alphabet Street was this great song on a great album. And, you know, you talking about just how great the song Little Red Corvette is. And I was just going to add, and I don't know if I've said on the show before, I think that 1999, even though with all the fame it got, I think it's his most underrated album and I also think that it's just one of the most underrated albums. I just think that's when we, you know, we felt how we felt about him, like when Dirty when Dirty Mind jumped off. And that's when, you know, everybody knew that he wasn't like everybody else. But I thought that the genius, the, the pure genius of Prince mm-hmm. really yeah. a full, as a full platter. I think it arrived on 1999. I just think that's a... Yeah, incredible album. You know what
0: happened, Michael Jackson? Totally Thriller. <laughs> yeah, knocked that out. We like, oh, we're not going to listen to this no more. And you know, it knocked it out. But I yes. agree, it is an exceptional. That's full blown yeah Prince. It's like all those years before he learned everything. Here's now, listen to what yeah. what I've learned. You know, all right? Yeah, okay, it's tough. A-
4: I'm just going to add one more thing. I think it's it's so tough to put these songs side by side, you know, like Alphabet Street, nineteen ninety nine. It, oh my God, you yeah. know that's so hard. that's just incredibly hard. And then it brings up all the stuff around those songs, like what Benjamin's saying. You know, that album, nineteen ninety nine. I mean, you know, wow, on that hands down, that's just that's the song that introduced me to Prince, and then I went backwards, you know, forwards mm-hmm. with him. But wow, it's it, that's the challenge of this whole tournament is putting these. Somewhat overplayed songs next to each other and having to choose it. And we're and we're all
0: going to have different reasons for why we pick these songs, and that's right. That's the other thing. Yep, so yep. There's no sort of formal sort of way we're going to judge it. You're going to you, somebody may judge it from an emotional level. Some may go from right. you know musical level. So it's just all over. You know, kind of what you
1: pick. Hey. Uh, uh, real quick, I wanted to follow up on something that uh, Sean Hill said on Tuesday, where he said that uh, he said something in the water does not compute has the greatest print scream of all time.
4: said so number I, three, number three.
1: Thank you. It, it does. Uh, you mentioned another song as well. Which was that?
2: Uh, International Do, Lover. Do Me Baby. I think right. is 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 his best scream. Endorphin uh, Machine is another one. Yeah. Um, well,
1: I wanted to add. The graffiti bridge version of We Can Funk at the end, where he has where he holds that scream for a good 30 seconds. I just Mm. wanted to add that one there. Yeah, that's a
2: good scream. We We, can do a poll on that someday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The scream show.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to the Calhoun Square region. Uh, We had Head versus Erotic City.
2: That's unfair. That is just...
4: <laughs> totally unfair. Totally.
2: <laughs>
1: now, it started it's off... easy for me, though. It started off very close, and then it became a runaway for Erotic City with 74% of the votes. Wow.
2: 89
1: overhead. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's a bigger gap
2: than I would have thought.
0: <laughs> I think people are going because that's a bigger song, and you know what I mean, like... That song still gets played at clubs and stuff, but I I have to Buddy. go with the Head. Hit. I go with the Head yeah. all day. Head
1: is it's like the easiest. <laughs> you go with Head all day. Pause. Yeah.
0: Unpause, pause. <laughs> <you wanna> do.
4: <laughs>
0: but yeah, that song is a beast. Like, that's raw. It, it's everything that made Prince. Like, that's. Uh, wait, what so are you he, he talking I'm, about? I'm talking about Head. Okay. Head to me yeah. is a. Now, I it's hard for me to say what's. Better per se. These are both exceptional songs, but I would always pick Head because I just think that song encompasses, you know, the way he, the lyrics, the way he's, the, the play on the lyrics, the not so play on the lyrics, the music. Just everything about it—that was a blow to the system when that came out, and it's still a blow. Like he won't even play that song just because it's just too crazy. But
2: but, well, Mike, even everything you just said can apply to Erotic City. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I'm just saying it, it. Everything that you said about Head can can be said about Erotic City. And on
1: top of that, Erotic City can be played, I think, to all ages. What? Actually, no, it
0: can't. Actually, <laughs> if you was to really play what they're saying, but when well, we we act like no, you
1: can't.
5: Man. act
0: like he's not saying f word, but he is.
5: There was a big, there was a big scandal in Chicago when this came out. There was this DJ named jo, uh, Bob Wall, and he got into it with his uh, with his producers and whatnot because they were arguing or what. Because he was playing the song uncut on the morning show, and he was getting in trouble because I think the debate was whether he, was he saying funk or fuck. It's both.
4: That's
2: right. <laughs> uh, Sheila, I think has said that that it's it's both and he blended them together.
1: Right, yeah, so. all right, and into the next one, which we'll call this the uh, Prince podcast revenge score: uh, Housequake <laughs> versus Cream, and as it should, Housequake won with seventy-nine percent of the votes. All That's right. an easy. One. Yeah, easy. Yeah, people were very upset that Cream beat Nasty Girl. Very uh, hard. You know, yeah. Well, I yeah. wasn't upset, but it should have. Prince song,
0: so it seemed hard. But it's nasty, girl.
1: Come on. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So moving on into, uh, I would say, a disappointing result for me personally. The uh, Computer Blue, number four seed versus the 12 seed, another level hole in the head, in your head. And if you uh, have paid attention, that song beat out Anastasia in the first round. Well, its luck ran out as it went down uh, 60% of the votes for Computer Blue.
2: Oh, my and God. As well oh, as... Wow.
1: Well. Well. Computer Blue is a beast.
0: <laughs> and I love... I, I would probably pick another lover, but... I, I mean, you know, I don't know. Computer Blue, man. Whatever version you want to grab.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, there's like, like 12
5: of them now. Well, me personally... <laughs> me personally, especially if we're talking about the 12-inch, I would pick another lover over most of these songs on this bracket. I just think that's one of its best songs. Cold yeah, fine. Yeah.
4: I would agree.
0: Yep. Yep. But... Computer Blue, man, that song has got so many different twists and turns and it's just... It's its phenomenal.
3: It's
5: amazing. It's you like a ball to me almost.
3: Well, see, so the thing is with Computer Blue, we're all, uh, well, most of us are caught up in the in the after effect of getting the unreleased versions of it. That's why right. it's carrying a lot more weight, I think. No, For not me, me, it
0: may be a
1: little bit, yeah. I'm sorry. I understand that there's a 12-minute and I think there's a 14-minute I think the seven-minute is enough. And I think Q even, it might have been Sean, said that actually the album four-minute track is perfect.
2: That was Q that said that.
1: that was not uh-huh. me. All right. All right, Q, you were right. I know you won't hear oh, that. Oh, Again, no. ah, two, don't say that.
2: Anytime soon. Uh, what, Computer Blue?
1: <laughs> Q, you, you were right. Computer Blue? Yes, yeah. the four-minute album version is actually mm. perfect. The se- I can take the seven. Anything more than that? Pause. I'm not dealing with
0: it. Actually, no. now that I think about it, it depends what verse. If you're going another lover 12-inch. All day. Versus the album version of. Not even close. It's not, not even close. close. <laughs> yeah, it's not close. <laughs> and I love Computer Blue, but yeah, that. Down on the one. There should the be.
4: Girl, there see, should yeah. be a way to make. It should be a tie. Because another hole in the. I mean, come on. That is just. Um, I agree. With the but Wendy uh, Lisa vocals in the background. So, the so, so unfortunate. Ugh.
1: Well, like I said on Tuesday, this is what happens when you open it up to the public.
0: Eric Lee's horn on 12-inch? Uh... Yeah,
3: the horn's blowing up, blowing up on a 12-inch. Damn. And,
1: and, then da, 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 da. and I'm sorry, there's a reason why he hasn't done Computer Blue Live since 85. Why is that? I don't know. I was just putting it out there.
2: <laughs> well, he has kind of. I don't he have in, answers. Uh, he did it in, on the, in 2000. 2000. Oh, he did? Yeah, there's no lyrics.
1: Oh, no, 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 But there's no, a he... reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He did that little, that little jam session with the hidden yeah. run to it. All right. Okay, moving on. In the battle of the I Love You song versus the Day Dropping songs, apparently the Prince Army are is romantic as they went with Adore, 83% over Scandalous. Yes. Oh, that's, easy. That, that's, yeah. that's good, easy. That's a good uh I mean I guess they are saying, yeah. you know what, we can we can fuck or we can make love and they chose making love. So even on you're, a music so
0: on a
3: you're
0: musical so simple, level man. a door blows scandalous out. Scandalous is just like drum beats and some keys. I mean a drum door, beats,
3: keys and essence and atmosphere. Yeah, but a door and emotion, man. come on, man. The,
0: the bass playing on the door. The horns, all that's everything, man. The 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 the
1: vocals, the, the layered stuff. Uh, Prince is, I'm sorry. Michael Plus Dina's the lyric. When Michael Dean is a softy romantic. I ain't got
0: nothing to do. I'm just saying because adore he's clowning. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You.
1: Like I ain't, I ain't fucking for kicks.
0: You know what I'm saying? You can smash it, but not the car, bitch. I you I know let's rock. not get crazy. <laughs> and he's really on some Mac stuff. It's it's real cold <laughs> song actually. You know. Yeah.
1: Uh. So yeah,
4: ninety nine votes
1: to twenty for Scandalous. Wow, Damn,
2: wasn't even close. It was an it was an interesting ant uh, that you you the way you described it because in here I voted for uh, uh, Adora and my wife voted for Scandalous, which is kind of <laughs> well, your
3: wife's that but... cooler,
2: you know. <laughs> oh, what did dude. you say, Mark? She well, tried she to did... tell you
0: something? Yeah, your wife is much cooler <laughs> than I thought. thought. <laughs>
1: I Tell you, like, look, I ain't got all the time for that, Sean. You know, you are, you are, you you got the rain. We ain't got to do all that loving stuff. Come on. <laughs> 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 Moving on to the Paisley Park region. And, I, and a matchup that I thought would be much closer than it was. Uh, number two, If I Was Your Girlfriend squared off with number seven, DMSR. And it was a route. 74% for If I Was Your Girlfriend.
2: There you go. Mm. Wow, I would have picked DMSR. Yeah. I would have picked DMSR. Me too. Yeah.
1: Well, 32 peop- thirty-two votes for DMSR, 89 for If I Was Your Girlfriend. DMSR,
5: yeah. out of all of his party songs, in his whole discography, that is
1: probably number
5: one.
4: Yeah. That's Can true. you dig
5: it?
1: Yep. Well, I'm a little salty that it took out Call My Name, so, you know. Whatever. Huh? Huh. <laughs> I'm salty. I, I guess they're, they're just totally, they're two
0: different styles. And so, you know, it, whatever. If dude. you're in for a party, yeah. But if you're into, I don't know, I just don't see how they, you can't, eat. to me, actually, putting that against, well, you have to put it against something. But I guess you're just going to pick what you personally think is a better song versus. Right. What, Call my name. Okay. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But because I, Girlfriend is dope. Like, that's. Classic no, no no, shit.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I'm saying call my name have I lost. I'm mad that right. call my name, lost right, right. The DMSR. If I but I'm sure. saying
0: the girlfriend versus DMSR. It's a tough thing. But again, I guess it depends on what, which way you want to go because they're both. You th- yeah, they're both like top tier Com- tracks. You know, it would have been different well, if Com- you would have had DMSR versus say Housequake or something, right? You know, another
5: right. party song. Right. Then you would have been like, okay, I can judge this, right. but. Then I still would have said DMSR. Which you should have.
4: <laughs> really? Wow.
1: Yeah.
5: Well. Over Housequake,
1: yeah. I probably would have went with a Housequake. Because and I love, housequake.
5: Housequake. I love
1: I housequake. I would have went with a Housequake because Housequake is shorter, so you, it doesn't overstay as welcome, as Sean is apt to say. Well, Over I don't think
2: DMSR overstays as welcome at all.
1: I think about a four-minute mark. I'm I'm good. Let's move on. That's that's your generation. That's that's your generation. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because all records back then
0: was long
5: like that. That was the norm. No, all Prince songs. No, though. all yeah. funk records. That's like, one of the look. things I love about the 1999 album. That is so many really really good long songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah That I you don't so. get bored with. That's
0: how it right. used to be back then. Mm-hmm. You remember the Gap Band yeah. songs. Uh, a lot of them guys, man. Those okay. vinyl records.
2: have uh, Two songs on one side. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, and moving on to the Battle of Parade. We had number three, Kiss, versus number 11, Mountains. Any predictions? Kiss. Uh, Kiss. I
2: would say Mountains, but that's just me. Kiss, now, uh, a
1: landslide. Kiss. You would be surprised, big sexy. It was not a landslide, but with fifty-five percent of the votes, Kiss took it.
5: Damn! That was not a now, landslide. If we were talking about twelve inch versus twelve inch, <laughs> right. I would pick
1: Mountains. I would agree with you. Yeah, that is funky. That is funky.
4: Same album, same album, though.
3: That's just uh, the same album. That's yeah, crazy. that's an Anthony move. Play them.
2: <laughs> yeah, Anthony. <laughs> all praise and all complaints <laughs> go to. <laughs> you do
1: realize it was going to happen that a Star State <laughs> album were going to square off in one of these regions. Come on, uh, bro. Don't
4: I don't you. know. Don't, don't catch don't me. So, no. I'm just like, <laughs> all
1: right. Moving on. <laughs> 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 Uh, number four, controversy versus number five, Love Bazaar. Again, Love Bazaar being the only song to make it out of the first round that was not performed originally performed by Prince. Sixty-eight percent of the votes went to controversy. As Thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again,
5: that's not even. I only had to think about that one.
1: I mean, first of all, I don't I'm not really that big of a fan of controversy, but even outside of that, Love Bazaar so I'm not a big fan of it. Love Bazaar is fierce, man. And I just said pull your
4: cards. Yeah. <laughs> what? And Love Bazaar not... is
0: amazing, but that's just it's two different things, man. Like
3: Clearly Anthony will be leaving for show soon.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> God damn so I'm going to get let go in two weeks? Come on. <laughs> 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 Twice in two weeks? Goddamn. Oh Can't win for losing. And in the final matchup, bag, the Battle of Purple Rain, number one seed, Wind Doves Cry, versus number eight seed, Baby I'm a Star.
4: Ridiculous, wanna... man.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. This was Butter the... no yeah, this was the largest dis, uh, discrepancy in votes of the entire <laughs> the entire round. One hundred and one votes for "When Doves Cry," nineteen for "Baby I'm a Star." Yeah.
4: Wow! Wow.
1: Who, wow! who are these nineteen people?
4: <laughs> Show <laughs> yourselves! And they,
1: make people register before they vote. Right? <laughs> right. And in case you did not figure that out, that was the only song to garner a hundred plus votes this yeah. round. Yeah, I mean, this is one of his biggest songs ever. Like, yeah. Yes. And so, it's one of his most amazing
0: like, Windows And Dove's Cry.
1: So in the Sweet 16 round, uh, I'll start with Paisley Park Region. We have number one seed, Windows Cry, versus four seed, Controversy. We have uh, number three seed, Kiss, versus number two seed, If I Was Your Girlfriend. So the top four in the top four. In Cahoon Square, uh, number one seed, Adore, versus four C Computer Blue. And two-seed Erotic City versus three-seed Housequake, which I think, I'm predicting Erotic City, but I am predict that's going to be a very close one. I agree. Uh, In Graffiti Bridge region, we have the one-seed Little Red Corvette versus four-seed Let's Go Crazy. Two-seed She's Always in My Hair and three-seed The Beautiful Ones. And I'm calling the upset, The Beautiful Ones. Anybody else with me?
2: I don't think that's an upset.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's an upset at all. Or it will be an (laughs) upset.
5: The Beautiful (laughs) Ones can make it to my final four easily. Yeah.
1: Okay, and in the final region, Lake Minnetonka, we have the two seed, 1999, versus Joy and Repetition, which that's going to be a good matchup. And then for some reason, I'm rooting for this song. The twelve seed, sometimes it snows in April versus the 1 seed, Purple Rain. I think that probably might be the largest uh, discrepancy of votes.
4: For the that world. is so weird.
1: That I'm calling so the weird, upset
5: man. on that one. Everybody uh, out yeah, there listening, weird. sometimes it snows in <laughs> April.
1: Be brave. Do First. it. I don't, <laughs> no way in hell that happens. But That's just it'd be weird. interesting that to see how so that happens.
4: It's a beautiful wow. song.
1: It is a very beautiful
4: Totally, song. no, it's a beautiful song, but I am surprised. It's a great song. Hey, listen, I love that. I love that damn song, but that is incredible to me that it's made it this far and that it's still with us. And, well.
5: It just means that some things in the universe are intact.
1: <laughs> uh, so does anybody have any predictions as far as the next round that they want to give?
5: I just called my upset Sometimes it snows in April If you're out there listening Back me up
1: <laughs> <laughs> What else
5: fellas? Ladies? lady? And I still no. can't believe Computer Blue beat Another love a hole in your head oh God. Yeah
4: I concur <laughs> with that Craziness right there I don't understand that but...
1: I think it'll beat a door too uh, I'm sad to say I think the votes Is gonna go Computer Blue's way
4: That
5: would that would be an upset
1: and I agree with you on that Totally
0: Alright well uh, when does the next voting start Or has it started already
1: uh, I'll get it started uh, Before the end of today And it'll go till Monday midnight Alright well get out there And get your vote in And we'll make it mandatory like Obama
0: wants to mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. get on board Alright
5: so there we Controversy go Controversy versus <laughs> when doves cry That's going to be interesting yeah, too We got some be... good matchups <laughs>
0: All right, well, moving on from the tournament there, uh, we've got some new music to talk about uh, from Prince Camp. Uh, So earlier this week, Prince uh, put out an email uh, announcing the debut album for the singer Judith Hill. I believe the album is called Back in Time. Uh, There was an interview that was posted on various uh, news organizations, I think Star Tribune, Uh, was there as well, and they were invited to Paisley Park to preview some tracks from the album. And then Judith Hill actually did perform later that night to a few of the fans uh, that were there. And I believe my guy, uh, Jester, uh, was at that show, and he did a video about it. And then the very next day, which was Monday, I believe, Prince did something I don't think I've ever really seen him do before uh, in a very long time, He uh, sent out an email through different organizations such as uh, Live Nation and I believe Ticketmaster. He also sent one through them as well, where it went to people and it was, hey, you know, I'm inviting you to download this album for free on the Internet uh, that he helped produce or has definitely produced. And now it is out. And uh, out of the blue, Judith Hill's name is on our lips and in our ears. So I wanted to get some of you guys' takes on this album uh, I'm gonna start with Mr. Benjamin. Actually, uh, have you had a chance to listen to this? And what do you what do you think of the record?
5: Uh, yeah, I didn't give it a good listen, man. I told you before the show, I was uh pleasantly surprised because we'd been up, we'd been down this road with Prince, where he's got some girl, he do an album for him, and the album's like, and eh. so I was really kind of expecting that again because I didn't know who she was. But uh, this is a really funky, dirty album with a lot of elements to it, and it's, it's, it's got some jazz in it, And not just like that that print sounding jazz, but an actual jazz sound on a couple of songs. And overall, I mean, it's a really good album, man. She uh, the the I heard that she's from like the Sly Stone camp, I don't know exactly what that means. We were talking about that, I don't know if her father. I know he was a funk musician. I don't know if he was with slider stone or just a random musician in that era, but she grew up in that, that funk world and it shows on this album. And I I was a bit impressed with it.
0: All right, Diana, have you had a chance to listen to Judith's
2: album?
4: Yes, I did. And, um, like Benjamin, I was, I was definitely surprised. I think I was expecting some of the usual, um, but I think this is a great album and I knew her from I watched Twenty Feet from Stardom. and she you got you know, you get the impression from that documentary, she's just like legitimately passionate about what she's doing. And um I was impressed for impressed with her when I watched that. And so hearing her sing, man, her her voice holds this whole album and then it's got these awesome, you know, Prince like blues and um, all these components backing it up. That what I want to know, ask you guys is, did she write all these songs, or what's the story with that? Because I didn't get to read anything about who wrote what. Like, there, is this we, Prince writing?
0: Well, there's we don't some know. There's some no, controversy on that. Yeah, it's not yeah there's not quite sure. No um, there might have been some okay. of the songs may have been previously recorded, possibly and been and were re-recorded with Prince. Um, yeah, it
4: was a little hard to tell. Two of them definitely were. Okay, yeah, because some, some of them you can really. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just going to say some of them you can, yeah, you can really hear hear Prince in there, like it's is a Prince song. But a lot of it you kind of get the feeling this is her writing. But um, so you know, I just think she starts off with um, as trains go by. That song was a great opening song. I mean, she's got a few great tracks in there, and then even the stuff that was kind of like too poppy for me, her voice just holds it. You know, so. She she keeps it together with that magnificent voice despite any of the faults. So, I, I think she is just like really worthy protege of his, and it's like about time. So I, I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, as trains go by. To me, that sounds like a Prince song. Like I I, I could hear him doing that song mm-hmm. uh, in his sleep, uh, and I think it actually incorporates some of the horn stuff from the exception album i can't remember exactly which song
2: there is yes but there he does is a,
0: play that in there yeah
2: yeah there's a lick that i was like something from something else that yeah. i could not put my head on what it is
0: uh go ahead sean what did you think
2: oh i th- think it's an exceptional album uh i you know again like Danny said, i don't know how much prince is involved with this if, if the songs were written he came and polished them up added stuff took stuff out whoever's behind this album it is a, it's fantastic. This is one I'm definitely going to listen to a lot. Uh, I've only listened to it all the way through uh, once, just kind of get a feel for it. And I guess someone had also said uh, pleasantly surprised. Hey, I'm definitely pleasantly surprised. This is this is evidence that if if Prince, you know, if someone else produced this, this is evidence that maybe Prince should uh, get with this person rather than uh, the husband of her drummer for right now, because well, we know how that's turning out. Um, yeah, I I'm really feeling <laughs> it. <Hot> <laughs> yes right. Yes. I didn't hear uh I didn't hear a uh uh funk and roll remix on this on this album at all, so that that's good. Um yeah, every song's great. Um there was at one point that I said eh, no, I, I listened to each one of them. So I'm it's funky, it's jazzy like uh, Ben said. Yeah, this is a winner. And again, no matter who's behind it, this this is a this is a winner album.
0: I, I would just say, I would assume that Joshua produced some of this, I, I, I don't, and I don't think he's good, nor, I mean, I'm not saying he's bad or something, I would assume, since he works with Prince very closely right now, that he did some of this music, which I'm not mad at, you know, there's, there's some... Say that again?
5: I can't hear that, I, was- I mean, that would be great for him if he did, but this just doesn't sound like Whatever his style is, whatever I think his style is, this album doesn't sound anything like it.
0: Yeah, I don't so I don't think he has a style. That's the thing. Personally, well is it a style
2: think... like isn't a style the X's face and uh you know and the funk mm, and roll remix?
0: I don't think so personally. I think he knows how to do those styles of music. But to me it seems like he seemed like one of those cats who is very um exceptionally well in the studio and knows technology, and knows how to use stuff that a lot of his stuff can sound like a lot of different things to me. I'm not saying I don't know for sure. But like the, there's a song on here. Uh, I can't remember what it is. It's one of the kind of slower songs. Maybe the th- is it the third song? Is it Angel in the Dark? I, I, I almost thought, I I said, you know, I I can imagine him producing this. And it's very well done. It doesn't have like little string things. I don't know if they're real yeah. strings. But I was like this to me sounds like I could see the same person who did some of the tracks on AOA did this? I got, and and I'm not mad at that. That's one of the songs I actually kind of like.
5: It's very. Uh, that's that should be. I don't know if they released a single or anything. I think that should be the single. If they're going to release a single and do a video, I almost doubt it. But if they were, I would pick this for the single. And the the hook. My only problem. I don't, I don't know if I want to call it a problem, but uh, the the chorus it reminds me of a Katy Perry song or something. I mean, it's mm. it's some song that was really popular. That the course on this song sounds like too much, like. But outside of that, I think it's a real strong song.
0: All right, um, big sexy.
3: You know, unfortunately, I have not had a chance to give it the, the critical listen yet because I was reading about the legal case about it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so I have not taken a listen yet, but I'm looking forward to it because everyone's talking so highly of it, and and we all know some of his protege albums have been, crap. yeah, crap. Some have been okay, and some you know have been. Yeah. Oh. So I'm looking forward to hearing what we have here, especially with the controversy surrounding this album.
1: Yeah, so, we're gonna
0: get into that. We're, we shall we're gonna see. get into that. Aunt Pooh, what did you think about this?
1: I was surprised as all hell. I'm like because he doesn't have a good track record with female proteges. Let's just keep nope. it. Let's just keep that one hundred. All the way one hundred. I mean I disagree, with go ahead. Well, okay, here's <laughs> a a good track record of having successful. That's female just no, because no, I, I like Andy Allo, but for whatever reason she just hasn't taken off. His influence of Janelle Monet, she's she she has a cult following, but again, she should be bigger than then uh, she should be just as big as her talent. And but with her, I mean she has the vocals and he came with I don't know how much he produced on this, but he came with some really great songs, some really good production on here. And I'm just, and uh, that one Angel in the Dark, that, that slow ballad that she was singing, I was like, God damn, who is this girl? Yes. How the hell has she not been a bigger star? I mean, on top of that, and this is no shade on anything, on top of that, she's not even black. So I'm uh, like, how is
5: storm. Storm. Yeah. No, no, I'm
1: No, what I'm saying is. <laughs> she is, is black. <laughs> oh, she is? Oh, even a better. Pop, yeah. A father's
5: a black fuck musician. How, it don't get much blacker than
1: that. No, what I'm just saying this is like, okay, so there should be... How are they not trying to put her, bring her out bigger? No, I'm just saying, no, I'm not saying, oh, they well, are. this is black. No, they not! Mm-hmm. What, uh, that was like a couple of years ago she was on The Voices. She hasn't got to the mainstream, so I'm like, what well, the Well, we'll get to that
5: when we get to the lawsuit part.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, this girl can sing? And I'm like, she doesn't well, have... She and as, as Michael Dean likes to say, she doesn't have the burden of the blackness either, so I'm like, how the fuck is she not bigger? And I hopefully this 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 uh connection with <laughs> Prince is gonna blow her up. Okay, let me give you my well, take geez. on the album
0: real quick and we can get into this conversation. Okay. I I've only listened to this twice. So let me put that up front what I'm about to say. I think this album is good so far from what I heard. Uh if this was not Prince, I would not listen to this. Not because it's not good. It's nothing on here that necessarily grabs me that I can't hear. Uh, better on Jill Scott or some of the other albums and it sort of reminds me some of the songs kind of remind me of oh they're kind of going for that feel they're going for this feel the Prince stuff that starts at the very beginning you know like the first two songs to me are heavy sort of 2015 era Prince I can hear it Mm -hmm. immediately now the the hardcore Prince guy in me I'm like "Yeah, yeah that's cool you know, I'm I'm billy it. I'm a billet. You know, ah, right, that's cool. You know, where the girls at? You know, what, where, where at least? <laughs> Cause I'm just like, eh. I understand where he's at as as a producer right now. It ain't really gonna move me personally. I respect it because I love Prince. I'm gonna give it a listen, and I'm a. That's, that's my dude. I didn't really think that it was that good. Uh, in terms of if I was <clears throat> in charge of putting her out. I wouldn't have Prince produce it not because I don't think he's good, <clears throat> but I don't think his style of production right now is dynamic enough to make people want to listen to it over and over. Like in none of this did I ever, I didn't hear any like song that I have to just keep playing over and over for me. Cause when I think of Prince, that's the pedigree. I'm like, If nothing else, he going to have that one song that I got, I got to immediately gravitate. I, I can just go back to Andy Allo. When I first got that record, there was the four or five songs that I didn't listen to nothing else on that album. I just put them on repeat. Yellow Gold. uh, What's the... uh, People Pleaser. uh, The one slow cut. And then the kind of the last Stars Unite, whatever. Stars Stars Collide. collide. I'm like, man, this is that Prince sickness. Like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Maybe I haven't given this enough time yet. But I just thought, yeah, I just thought that this was okay. And I was like, this is cool. There are a couple of good type of songs on it, but nothing for me just immediately when I heard it, oh shit, don't, don't play nothing else. Just play this and let me catch up to the rest. Her voice is great for me. It's not distinctive enough to stand out in a crowd. I think she can sing very well. I think there's a reason, and this is no shade there's a reason why she probably is a background singer because she can sing very good. I just think if you, when I listen to classic, I don't even want to say classic distinctive voices. It's not a distinctive enough to like, this is something different. This is a very great singer singing on some good songs. Uh, I don't hmm. think that this album, I, I see why it's free. I'm going to put it that way in today's world. I could see why this is free because I don't personally think that this would be some, if this came out unless she's got some other backstory or some other drama to propel her in front of people's attention I don't see why anyone would pay attention to this as, as well I think that's where the lawsuit song.
5: might actually help her and, exactly. and it might right.
0: and it might but I just right. don't think I think that this would fall in the same category of Andy Allo and I really like the Andy Allo record but again I don't think musically in the mainstream or even just where it matters is there's, there's not anything there that's going to capture the attention. There's no song that speaks to the psyche of the people, uh, which when Prince does this interview and he's asking, Hey, how do we get this out there? I can tell he wants to make her big. He wants to have her be a big and be a star. And I'm going to put my stamp on it. But I'm like, unless you're going to go grab, some crazy prince stuff from the vault that a person would immediately hear and be like, That's some motherfucking prince. Like, that's the prince we love. But I don't really see the point. Because it doesn't add anything to what. In my opinion, it's not adding anything to her. It's just some good music, but it's not exceptional music. And there's nothing that would speak to. Even Art of uh, Artificial Age, as much as some of the songs don't make any sense to me, like what? Well, i can understand why he did what he did on that record because he's trying to appeal to the audience of today so i can get it but so it puzzles me like he would cut a record like this which doesn't appeal it wouldn't appeal to those people and it seemed like he's trying to get her to be in front of those people and i don't see how she could compete with the beyonce's even the rihanna's or the k michelle's any people that i don't think are very good but it's not because good ain't got nothing to be about where they're at. They have that one little song that is going to be an anthem for certain people. I just don't hear that here. But I think she is super, super talented. I remember when she was on there with Michael Jackson. I said, okay, right. she, she's doing her thing up there, you know, standing next to the biggest guy in the world. But we'll see what happens. That's just my take on the album. I thought it was okay. But I got to listen to it some more, too. So Can I, well,
5: piggyback, can I piggyback on that? Sure. I think that I agree with you 100%. I do agree with you. Because as much as I like some of the songs on here, I was like, if I was like her manager, you know, really trying to get her out there, I was like, is the, are these the right songs for her? Right. I don't know if these songs were the right songs for her, but luckily they're good songs. And I do think that you'll find that couple of songs that you want to listen to a few times. I say listen to Love Trip and see how you feel about that.
0: Love Trip is a good song. Well, right.
5: Yeah. yeah, I. Uh, so I agree with you on that. I, I I think that it's a good album, but I don't know if all these songs are necessarily for her. A couple of these songs, Prince should have just performed himself, mm-hmm. and maybe put it on artificial artificial age, and it might have helped that album out a little bit. And that's it. That's all I want to say.
0: All right. Uh, well, Let- Mark, oh, go ahead, Diana.
4: Well, I just, maybe he's just at this place where, you know, he can just find this, there's this person that he's found, and she's been doing this hard work, you know, working with the greats, the greats have liked her, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, and maybe he's just at this place where he can just pull somebody in and just do this, and bust a free album out for her, and help her, not because he's trying to make her into a Beyoncé or or anything, but just because he likes her, you know. And I respect it could be that. like that.
0: Yeah, and I respect it. Yeah. That. That's, that's that's fine. Like, and he said, you know, I think he said yeah. he made this album in a couple of weeks. I, I can believe that too. Um,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. There's it,
0: it, yeah. just nothing wrong with that. If you're just gonna put it out there, then I have no problem. I love that. I'm I'm just be like, okay, cool. I'm I'm ready for the next one already. Like, who's well? What they, you
5: know? I think. Uh, I think this I will is a great say, move for Prince. I don't know how great it is for her. Hmm.
1: Go ahead. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Michael, then one thing I will, re- uh, will review. No, re- rebut, <laughs> so to speak, is uh, your, your assertion on Andy Allo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I, as much Andy Allo is very talented, beautiful, great songwriter, but Judith Hill blows her away vocally. No doubt. No, I didn't
0: say she so did. I got to say that. Well, I never I said she say.
1: oversings her
0: at all. She's not, Andy Allo is not really even a singer, personally. But I think Andy Allo had. Some better songs by Prince. <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
1: Uh, you gotta listen to this whole thing. I, I found myself enjoying all s- was it was six or seven tracks, especially "Angel in the Dark."
0: All right, yeah, that's a good song.
1: I, I, that's "Wild
5: Tonight" is a stone cold groove. Trust me. There's even a moment at the end of there where he did. He came in with the vocals, and there was like a, a role reversal because. He reminded me of D'Angelo for a minute. I can't remember what it is, but I wrote it in my notes. It's some part near the end of the song where he comes in okay. with this little part, and he reminded me of D'Angelo. I think that song is funky and really nice. Right. Again, I don't know if it was the right song for her launching her career, but that being said, it's a funk I mean Prince this is the funkiest Prince been in a while. Yeah, there's some grooves on there. I'm,
0: I'm not going to doubt that. And I agree with you Said it's a question. Is it a better look for him <laughs> or for her? Yeah. Like, because some of these songs would be just as good if if it was him. Like, I don't, you know, what does she bring to it that really would take it beyond where, like, if he did it, the swag would be the total Prince thing. And I said the same thing with, I thought maybe, actually, you go back in time, you can kind of say that for a lot of the songs that Prince gives to to a lot of girls you'd be like man if he if he did that yeah <laughs> it would have probably been a beast but but it is what it is um let's get into a little bit of the controversy that is starting to come out over this album um there has been uh, a record label is it cherry i know mark you, you've read the actual documents but just a quick one and you can go into detail it sounds as if her former uh manager or the the label that she signed a deal with a production company, she signed a, a deal with who had a, some sort of distribution deal with Sony. Looks like they had been working with her for a year or so, trying to record some music. Nothing really came out. I saw that she, she actually has a lawsuit against this company too, um, where she's basically had announced earlier that she wanted to be out of the deal. She didn't want nothing with the music business. She was going to leave. She was sick of waiting or whatever, and it seems if you that the company saw that she started to kind of mess with Prince a little bit, and they were saying like, "Hey, she has this exclusive deal with us. We don't want you recording with him. You know, we're we're, we're warning you like, don't go over there recording stuff with him or whatever." And then of course, um, Prince and Judith, you know, they do the press thing. The one day, and then the next day, they drop her debut album to the world for free. This company is saying, hey, she has a deal with us to do an exclusive album. She can't just be releasing music out there, you know, not through us. And of course, not free. So big, sexy, man. You are the law person here. You're a lawyer. You've looked at this thing. What is your takeaway? What's what's
3: going on here? Well, the, the people in dispute here are called the cherry party. And like you said, they, uh, sign Miss Hill to a contract after her appearance on The Voice. Uh, the Cherry Party had a joint venture deal with Sony to go ahead and produce and release her album, which is going to be back in time. I believe it is paragraph 9 of the complaint that shows the reproduction of the clause in the contract that they're talking about, saying that the artist cannot record for or with anyone else, blah, blah, blah. However, It does not prohibit her from being a background or something like that on another person's album. So the first question that I have is, granted, this may be her album to you and me in the public, but from a liner notes perspective, this could be a Prince project. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Because I go back to the example of the very first Jackson 5 album. It was called Diana Ross Presents the Jackson 5. I know we're talking semantics here. That's fine. Also... Uh, when Cherry Hill got wind of pr- her working with Prince, they said, don't do it. If they didn't want this to happen, they would have sued and got an injunction and prevented the release. That would have been that. They did not do so. So not only were they aware of the recording going on, they knew it was coming out. They knew it came out. They make a move after all of this comes out. In law, when you have there are two types of remedies to get in civil, civil law. There are money damages, obviously, money, and there is something called equitable relief, which means the court wants to step in and tell you not to do something or to stop doing it. Here, they're looking for equitable and legal damages, but the thing is, again, they knew this was coming. They knew she was working with Prince. So instead of, you know, they sent a cease and desist, which was ignored, because, let me qualify this, I have not seen her lawsuit against them, nor have I seen the entire contract they had with her. So, I don't, I can't speak to that. But the minute they knew something was going on, their first move should have been to step in a federal court and say, you know what? We need an injunction based off of a TRO because if they do this album, we're going to claim irreparable damages, which they are claiming because loss of sales and things of that nature. They would have gotten an injunction, which would have stopped everything until they figure this out. They didn't do that. And a party can defend an equitable judgment by claiming something called latches, which means essentially you waited too long to make a move. The cherry parties waited too long to make a move. What's done is done. Now this is all damage control. They're going to lose. And now, the complaint is only you, seven pages long. Come on now.
0: Let me ask you this from, let's say you were their lawyer, right?
3: Who, cherry party? Yes. Okay.
0: And, and again, we don't have the contract, but let's just assume it's a normal jack you contract <laughs> that you would get right where you're going to be tied in probably for four or seven albums or or six seven years and you're exclusive now let's say that you their lawyer and you sent the cease and desist as they say if you believe that and you said hey don't go over there making that music with prince and you you've you've warned them they did it anyway uh the record dropped monday i don't know what date this complaint dropped but
3: the complaint if, was uh 27th I believe so it's a couple days yeah 27th
0: if you're their lawyer, if you're their counsel let's say if you're somebody advising do you think they have a case though if they came to you
3: based off what I have in front of me it's it's gonna be slim because again we don't know how the uh, production credits are gonna go because this could be Prince introducing so and so this could be a Prince project like uh, a great example Bria Valente that's part of Prince's project. She doesn't have an album out with him,
0: right? So right. Like but that. That. that's released through retail, and there was money
3: exchanged. But, but again, Th- she did not. She did not record that. I mean, sure. that's, that's Th- a Prince project, that's and true. that's what they're saying.
0: But this is what. You know, again, we just go by what Prince put on that email. He used the words, "This is Judas' debut album, and it's free." Now, whether and I'm just saying, I'm asking you from a point of view. I, I, again, I have no allegiance to anybody. I'm just thinking about what's the right thing to do in business and what sets a precedent, right? If you know somebody's got a record deal, or even if you don't, now they know they got a record deal. And if that dude, Cherry Records, a woman, presents that contract that has that girl's signature on it, and she signed a record deal with that company, would it be normal that an artist would be able to go release their debut album for free on the internet, in lieu of the record company putting their debut album out for sale. Like, wouldn't that be an issue? That would be a problem to me. There's
3: a problem because, and the thing is, the problem though, isn't with Prince. They're going to claim that Prince tortiously interfered with the contract and induced her to breach it. They will lose. Their beef is with her, not with him. The contract that they have is with her, not with him. Right. Now I'm not going to, you know, assume anybody's foul here. I don't, again, I don't know all the, the particulars, but, Prince has no allegiance to Cherry or Sony, and he can do whatever the hell he wants. Now, if they go after him, they're going to lose because again, they're going to try to prove that he induced her to breach. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike, you mentioned a minute ago that she wanted out anyway, so sure. if that's a the case, a lot
0: of artists do want out of their contracts. <laughs> Whether you they go. can get out is a
3: different thing. Oh, they can, oh, there, there's always a way.
0: Well, right, you're going to need to pay your way. way out. But I'm saying no, no,
3: no, no, no. You what? can pull a you can pull a TLC.
0: What did TLC do?
3: They 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 declared, declared bankruptcy and got released.
0: But she didn't do that.
3: I, I'm not saying she didn't do that, but there are ways. out. Right, right. Is, no, and let me go on business right. for myself here. You know, all of my creative people, you gotta have people uh, in your corner to protect you against these grossly inequitable uh, adhesion type <laughs> contracts. Right. This has been going on in the music business for a thousand years, mm-hmm. but nobody stepped forward. You gotta step forward and protect your uh, protect yourself from these bullshit contracts, especially in today's climate. Now, for Miss Hill. This only helps her, honestly, because people are talking about it. And, you know, the horse is out of the stable now. The album's out there. I think the download expired on the 25th, but you you and I both know, if you know people who know people, you can get it. So people are at least talking about it, and it can be argued that it can only help the album that Cherry Hill has because if they like the freebie, they'll pay for the next one.
0: Uh, Well, and I hear what you're saying. And, and again I'm not trying to argue against Prince I know it's me but why why go going hard no I, I'm just it's interesting to me because I know if it was the other way around you know MPG records would be swift you know they would go hard if somebody was this to me it's like um, see the other part I would look at it if I was a label I'd be like okay Prince you you don't have nothing to do with it but why are you giving my record why are you leaking my copyrighted material uh, my artists online for free doesn't that go against everything that Again, you be right about there.
3: hold it right there see sure. the material that they recorded may not be copyrighted to Cherry Hill this may be all Prince music no that's the thing
0: they're saying that some of them songs were re-recorded who wrote them Well, isn't in that lawsuit where it talks about the artists that, who wrote the original songs are complaining they didn't get their money because they, these songs are out and they're like how did they go and re-record these songs that we originally did the original versions and we not get no compensation. We can't get no compensation, right? Because they just put it out there for free.
3: No, no, I agree. And again, I need to see more information on the album. I mean, I have the download, allegedly, but is there any information about the composition and production of the music on the album? In, well, in the
0: normal leaked material, there's no credits.
3: Right? I didn't think so. So,
0: but that doesn't mean there isn't any.
3: <laughs> I know. I'm sure there is some. And and I doubt this is over. I mean, this is gonna, you know get uh, L. Londo McMillan Mac, and Prince's legal team, they're going to have to get in this, obviously, because they have to, have to at least address it so they don't get a default judgment. So I'm sure it'll come out more. And since this is a, a federal case in the Central District of Los Angeles, where I am admitted in that district, I can get the things as they come out. So we'll I'll keep an eye on this.
0: Yeah, I just think this is this is, um, again, I I'm not on anybody's side, but I'm on the side of you know, I look at Prince and people keep saying Sony. I don't know if Sony is actually involved in this but, Sony's he, out this, but you're dealing with somebody who's got a lot of money and a lot of power. Right. And people are going to just kind of sway their opinion toward, usually for the person who's got money and power. And I kind of see like Prince is like sort of using his position to like, I'm going to put this out. Like, and, and I'm going to put it out and there's going to be people that's going to champion me to do it, which is fine. But again, if it was the other way around, you know, and I'm just gonna look at it from an artistic standpoint. If this had been uh, a movie, and you you know you were Marvel or something, and uh, the guy was making Ant Man movie right or something, he just said, you know, I'm just gonna go and take my creation. Let's say he owns something. I'm gonna redo it over here because Apple is gonna just bankroll me to fucking do it. They don't care. Put it. They they want to. They want to help me, right? Whatever. And then they just go and release it online for free. And that was my shit. Like, I just kind of like, at some point, if you sign a deal with somebody and and they're going to do something, then you got to go back over there and clean it up first. And just because guys got some power and just going to put it out there online. eh? wait a minute. Like, what happened to the people who may have put in the work? Because, see, I'm thinking about the guys who wrote those original songs. And but now my songs are recut on this record, and I don't know if, and again, I don't know if Prince is cutting them checks or who, who pays those guys. Are they just lost in the wind? Hey, Michael uh,
5: yeah. I I read up on this, and the impression that I got is that the songs that are on this album don't really have anything to do with what she was working on with the Cherry Group. There you go. I think I think that their problem is that they had all this other stuff that they was working on with her. And now the way that she's done her thing with Prince, it kind of devalued their investment in her. and I Which think is that's not right either, is. right?
0: Which I would I, agree is not a good thing either. If if you got a company
5: and you don't put in some work for somebody. I, I personally be- think she's in the wrong. I think Prince is fine, like we were saying. I think she's kind of in the wrong. But the thing is, she has this pending suit in New York where she was trying to get out of it. And I think a lot of it may have to do with whatever the verdict on that is. Yeah okay.
4: I'm sure Prince is fine. <laughs> I I I am sure. Well, I would hope. Aware.
0: I I just don't like yeah. the way it looks. I, again, to, for, so for me with Prince, I'm like, man, you the king of suing people over putting music online right. and different stuff. Right. You can't really be the guy that just says f you <laughs> and then don't put it up online. It just it is contradictory in a little bit to me. Again, he may be fine, but it just looks a little corny if there is a case here. I, again I don't know. So
2: can I can I add two things real Certainly. quick? Certainly. Uh two tracks, Beautiful Life of My People, uh were already on the uh Red Hook Summer soundtrack uh, which came out in two thousand twelve. So mm. at least at least two of the songs are pre existing, but according to Prince's fault, give them up But, but uh, I think that's prior to this cherry group i'm just no i'm just saying we were you guys were talking about songwriting who wrote the songs right right. that kind of thing but according to prince vault those two songs were re-recorded with prince for use on the album now i don't know what Mm. what they mean by re-recording did they you know totally redo everything or did prince just add a bass lick here a you know a synth line there you know and and to get his name on the track that we don't know
5: it's easy enough
2: Right yeah it's
5: it's
0: it's it's uh, i hope that they have all their paperwork together and you know because i think yeah does it get her some pub it does but i i kind of would think on some point it will sort of devalue her music if it is for free i I guess she can perform but i would i don't want to see a young artist like her black belt blackball herself Again, right. that's my because that's the other part of it. The other companies may be like, if this is how she's getting down, then I'm never going to put my money or time into something like that because exactly. she's going to do whatever she want to do. And I'm not. We ain't got time. We ain't got time for that. So and I'm thinking yeah, when I mean, already- Prince Prince doesn't have to care about being blackballed. He's he got power. He got money.
5: Yeah, he People, blackballs himself. Yeah,
0: he's, he can do some shit like this. I don't think she's in a position to do some stuff like that. that's my other take I would say about it.
4: Well, and he does, you know, he pulls them in and he lets them go with these photos I'm hoping that that it's more than, you know, that it's not going to just be that. But he, he does have a history of, of pulling these young ladies in and helping them out and setting them free. So, I, I don't know. This sounds really complicated. But, <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, she, this poor girl, she'll get tamarred. uh.
4: Right, exactly. That's what i mean. You know, at least her
2: albums out.
5: <laughs> whatever, whatever she was working on with the Cherry Group people. I mean, that music must have really, really sucked for her to do what she did. To just say, "Fuck it, I'm not even gonna." I, I can do what y'all want to with. I'm just gonna go do an album with Prince, and I'm not well, even gonna charge people well, again, for it.
0: Again, it's Prince, right? Like, who's not? You're most right. artists are gonna <laughs> jump at the bit. Now, I say most, yeah. But of yeah. course, if he's hollering at you. He's yeah, that's it. Come on You're in.
4: Done. Yeah, she's no right. no
0: brainer.
2: So, so who you think got a better deal, uh, Bria or or uh, or Judith? What well, well, fine deal because Bria doesn't make money. At least
3: you know.
5: well, Bria I sold I guess these, albums. Well, Judith Hill got a better album out of it. To yeah, tell you that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, what was Bria the, doesn't? oh man.
4: I was gonna, Bria do has we know the talent. Bria
2: got. I mean, did she even get paid? for? I would imagine
0: <laughs> she got paid though. I don't know if judith's getting paid off of free downloads Quite nice. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, Judith, Judith, judith's gonna to...
3: make her money on stage well, yes true. judith's got some notoriety out there Judith can, you know is gonna go out there and play and, and bankroll this uh this dispute and get out there and be seen further now am i don't know bria obviously but she was just like you know ooh, i'm a kept woman and that was it you know she didn't back yes. okay. up she didn't do anything to support it we're like andy's out there doing things and uh Judith has been doing things before she met Prince, so that's why it's going to be different for her. Right. Yeah, exactly. already
5: opening up for big acts. Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
4: So, so, so she's she just be got okay. more
3: material. And now she's got the Prince yeah. rub on her? Please, she'll be fine.
4: There's no comparison between her and Bria Valente. I do not care. There's just not. There's no, they totally she's different got, type
5: of artist. Yeah, I couldn't even remember yeah. her name until y'all just started saying it. That's how... <laughs>
4: Tall girl. (laughs) But,
0: you know, I would say with with Bria, though, you know, her album came out on a Prince record, which I don't think any of the other ones have ever done that. So, I mean, she does. She got something going on over there that allowed her to be a part of that situation. And I'm sure she got some money out of it. So.
5: Yeah, I'm glad that happened because I needed something to set my drink on while I was listening to Lotus
1: Flower. Hey. Wait a minute. You actually listened to Lotus Flower? Started. Yeah. I'm just saying that's that quite, album was kinda uh,
5: It was uh, I think, you know, the last twenty years I think it's one of the better albums. Yeah, I
4: thought it was good at the time,
5: yeah. I don't think it's a great album, but I don't think it's one of the albums that I consider like that suck by Prince.
1: Right. Yeah. Anthony,
2: always hating, man. Always hating. I ain't hating. I'm just being a realist. A real hater. <laughs> so, so
4: yeah.
3: And playing the role of Q storm today is Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Lord, I, don't need, I
2: don't
1: need them type of troubles. Shout out <laughs> shout out to Q, man. Shout out to Q. Yo, I'll let you have that. All right. So yeah,
0: definitely go check out the Judith Hill. and we'll you know, we'll stay up on this whole uh contract legal madness and I just hope that she comes out on top. Um, you know, She's in the, in the category now of Andy. Uh, we, we never always talk about Liv, but Liv, you know, she, she, her stuff dropped. Um, Prince music on there. Uh, where, where's, uh, where's the other chick? Uh, Marva? No, ball-headed girl. Shelby. Shelby. I know she's like, ain't this a
4: <laughs> bald headed girl?
0: <laughs> I've been in the game for years holding this clown down. I don't get
4: no record in two weeks. I'm bringing
5: this motherfucker right. drinks and- <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm holding the stage down. She was down for years. Did she get an I'm album in, in two weeks cut? Cooking,
2: Nothing. Clean uh, truth hurts. She damn. she dropped a couple of singles, I remember. Singles. Well, hold on, hold on, because Anthony Ham- Hamilton uh, was pushing her real hard. Uh, pause. Um,
0: yeah. But, damn, he cut this record. He said he cut this record in two weeks. He couldn't have cut the record with old girl in two weeks and let her put it out and get some money? Come on, man. Well, maybe
2: she was out on the road or something, you know? Yeah,
1: that's true. He could have given her he some of them... A.L.A. Hey, or P.E. He songs. With too. She, he too.
2: That you know, was he before Prince. But, I, but I'm just saying.
0: She's been a Prince for, what, five years or more? Consistent. See, I would go into my Q-Storm.
2: Uh-oh, please, oh, here, we go. Go. <laughs> please. here we go. Here, I'm going to
0: be Q-Storm. Let me be Q-Storm. So the words that come out of my mouth are not necessarily Michael Dean's, but they're masquerading under the shield of Q-Storm is... <laughs> <laughs> You see what's going we on. You can expect an epic <laughs> rap from Q when he hears this. <laughs> what's going on with this is that, see, Prince is really only going to put out an album from the light skin complexion.
4: Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's. when not Chocolate
5: tomorrow? Did her Friday? album come out,
1: though? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. I
0: have the point. Yeah, but bootleg, but. Mm-hmm. Did, he didn't blink. send out an email, or he didn't even let it release. Where's Liv? Did he really
4: pump that?
0: Where's Shelby? Did he really pump that? What will happen to Rose's record? Well,
4: we'll just hope that's not true, but I mean, I mean, this is the
0: word these are the, 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 the mentality of a Q storm. I, I don't necessarily
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that, that's like something he'd say. Michael's like, I totally disagree <laughs> with what I just said. I
0: have to distance myself <laughs> a little bit from the blowback that is going to come, but
3: Oh, it's coming! I did say
0: <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Sh- shit talk, but it's you kind of got to. You know, you, if you if you think about it, you're like, hmm. Andy Allo uh, who else? Sheila, which is uh, uh, worthy. Jill Jones, Carmen.
1: Uh, well, Carmen. I mean, be, it
0: was it sucked, but I mean, he put a lot. Of well, money wait, but do, it. to it's be true. fair, I
1: mean, let's come on. Uh, Sheila, mm-hmm. Jill Jones, Andy. mm-hmm they fine, Bria. Fine, right? They all light skinned or, or
0: white. Uh, I don't think. So I don't think fine.
4: It's, fine. I don't I'm, think it's a light skinned. It's I'm
3: fine.
4: I'm sorry.
1: So wait, wait, it's wait, even. Stop, so stop, it. They're both shallow skinned.
0: Skinned. Yeah, yeah light skinned. I
1: was being funny. I being funny,
0: Lord. <laughs> well, well, and and that's even just as bad.
5: Jill Jones ain't fine. Oh, what? Okay. Yes, he was. The Joe Jones is back. Then? Hey.
3: Talk to the
1: new guy. Wait, wait, Benjamin, wait Benjamin, you are Gil into Jones. women, right? Huh? You are into women, right? <laughs> White <laughs> women too, but still, uh,
5: she's yeah, beautiful. What say
4: about that <laughs> beautiful woman. Did you see she Graffiti a Bridge? Beautiful woman. A,
5: huh? Did you see Graffiti Bridge? Sexy as fuck.
0: Did you see yes. um, the videos of 1999? you don't
5: think sexy, she's fine? sexy
1: as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I got nothing for that. She I, ain't wait, I, I, got, I got a Prince meme I'm going to send to you. Which Twitter? Could she
5: be a model if she wasn't in the music business with Prince? Could she be a model? Wait, wait,
1: wait. Okay, how you it goes, doesn't how
4: matter. How, many, matter. She, that's saying, that's how many fine women can be
5: models? Fine. I didn't say pretty. I said fine. Fine is fine.
4: She
1: is. Wait, she, just is. Going, she, just she is. She was. Can Jennifer Lopez be a model? She fine as hell. She is fine. Oh,
4: you guys are crazy. <laughs> J-Lo is fine.
1: <laughs> but, but she wouldn't be a model. Let's be honest. Uh, she by, the, could, by, the, by the status, she could be a model. In so, King Magazine, she could. But, yeah.
5: yeah, have you seen her makeup ad? She's beautiful. She could be a model. Bright not a runway. Man, whatever, man. Jill Jones ain't fine.
4: She yes, was. she was fine. Think about Purple Rain. She's she was sexy. She was the bomb. She was so she was fine, sexy.
5: Girl. She was fine. Come on, man. Okay. All right. Well, there okay. we go. Yes, there totally.
4: We, go.
0: we got on a tangent of fineness and Jill Jones. Don't let her hear this, please.
4: <laughs> She's going to hear this, and you guys are going to. Oh, come on, the, the show, girl.
5: Was the white. I can't think of the, What's the white girl from. Uh, Six and Apollonia six. Stop it. Brenda was she fine? Stop uh, it. Was she fine? No, no,
0: but no one's questioning was she
5: fine. Yeah, nobody. No one said she was. Well, I it, I not accept now.
4: No, but, no We all agree. Susan's different.
1: fine, right? We are
5: in nah,
0: agreement. Nah, not,
1: not fine, sexy, but not fine. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Standing go.
0: next to Vanity is hard to
2: do. Yes. All right,
1: Billy Sparks. Yeah, Vanity, Vanity is, <laughs> is, is, is the.
2: Well, maybe that's Prototype. why I feel, the I feel
5: about Gio. She's standing next to Prince all those years. They said it again? <laughs> I said maybe that's the problem with Gio because she was standing next to Prince, pretty ass all them years. So maybe that's why she ain't fine. I don't I'll know. I'll let you judge. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> leaving that
1: ball. You can, so can kick the don't baton. Joke. Don't try to pass it over here on me.
5: Yeah. Those jokes for my white friends. There, man. Wow.
1: Anyway, let's keep it moving.
5: Moving on. Yeah, moving
0: on. <laughs> All right, so we we you know we talking crazy now, but uh, definitely check out Judith's album. We'd like to hear what you think, and uh, voting will commence uh, this evening. This show will go up later tonight, so get out there and vote. And uh, I want to say thank you to Benjamin and Diana for coming on.
5: Absolutely, oh, anytime. Appreciate
0: it. Yep. 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 All right, uh, Pooh, Where can they find you? Find me on
1: Twitter and Instagram at at. and i should have a new column up or uh breaking kayfabe at knockoutnation.com and there should be a new episode of the wrestling rundown big sexy uh sometime later this week with our review of wrestlemania all right big sexy and sack where can
0: they find you
3: (laughs) (laughs) on twitter under big sexy and sack and on uh facebook under mark wakens my civilian identity
2: all right sean hill you still there i am here sir
0: where can they find you sir
2: Oh, you can find me at uh twitter hill street views you can also find me on facebook sean hill and also um real movie talk and the blog hillstreetviews.blogspot.com although this is the uh the prince podcast so i will direct you to re- read the review of get hard uh the will ferrell uh kevin hart new buddy comedy
0: Craft. all right as opposed to uh get hard starring mr marcus <laughs> <laughs> shout out if you know the name
3: hey hey i was in college i needed the money you know
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right uh and i didn't do the uh, benjamin where can they find you at
5: they can find me at benjamin all right
0: that's what's up and diana where can the people find you online and Diana did she leave in the
5: dark Maybe.
0: oh she just hung
5: up she was like oh, oh it's like that
0: <laughs> well shout out to Diana alright ladies and gentlemen definitely check us out on Twitter uh, at Podcast Juice and you can find me at M. Dean check out the website Podcast we'll see you next time peace peace